Lawrence! Pogudi! Hey, how's it going, man? I'm good, how are you? Happy Friday! We are recording uh, a day later than we normally do. Yes. Uh, and and, uh, and it doesn't matter to anyone because you still post them pretty much the same day. Sometimes. No matter. Um, I think last week's episode got posted Wednesday night. Uh, um, <laughs> just because uh, I completely... I didn't write it down on my to-do list. That's exactly why. I forgot to write down post GL episode 320, whatever the heck it was, 324. And uh, yeah, I just completely forgot. And I also... Of, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yep. That means I didn't post our song either. So that is still in the wings waiting to be posted sometime, somewhere. And and by our song, you mean the 30-minute thing that we we made specifically to be unlistenable to anyone. Exactly. However, and we it's failed. full of secrets. We failed because I think it is actually rather listenable. Hey, good. I mean, bad. <laughs> uh, so, I'm there are Oscar some secrets. The Grouch. Um, should I should I post it with the screenshot I sent you when you asked me about a certain thing? The uh, the randomness. Um, no, no that <laughs> that thing. That uh, is a secret. We should we should only know, and the other people have to figure it out. All right. I think. Yeah, I like I said, Ben. I I ended up not doing any music because since. Since the drum... This is the problem. It's a technical problem on my end uh, that may be solved. I, I'm really interested if you send a... Because I found that for GarageBand folder, right? Yeah. That we talked about. It's not I'm the easiest thing. I'm wondering if you take a GarageBand uh, you know, export like we, like we did originally and send it to me and I put it in that folder if I can import it. Like, was I just trying to import it from the wrong place. Um, can you hear me, Maybe. by the way? I, I can. I just can't. Now, now you're back. Okay. Yeah. Um, I get spam calls from Seattle all the time. <laughs> and it's, of, of course, because I still have a Seattle phone number. Oh, no! Right. Now someone they, can can call they, me if they figure out the last seven. I've actually gotten... If they can figure out the last seven. If they can guess your phone number, they know how to how your if contact If they can guess my phone number, they they can call <laughs> my phone number, Ben. Have you ever been called by your own number? Um, no, but I've heard about that. Yes, uh, spam callers have gotten clever enough to spoof your own number when you call, when they call. And so you're like, why is my phone number calling me? And can I block it? Is that going to do something weird? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I yeah, that is true. There, there are a bunch of people that that probably are blocked by me who are perfectly fine people. <laughs> it yeah. is it is funny. Also, um, the the idea of well, can't the police do something about this? No, it's international. And also, um, the police often don't do things about other things. People. And this is, this is, I guess, one of the things, is that um, people have an incorrect idea of what the police do based on the police PR that we get when we're kids. Right. I mean, living in Seattle, I found out, oh, if somebody breaks into your car and takes something, the police don't do anything in nope. general. 
You know what they want you to do? They do want you to still report it. That way they can they they can uh, assess the 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 crime rate, right? They oh, yeah. want to know what ha- they want to know what happened, but they're not going to come and arrest some or try to find whoever did it. Now, the, well, here's the one thing I was thinking about: if they catch someone in that area, and everyone who has had a break-in in that area has reported it. They can say, you know, there have been a lot of break-ins around here. Did you do any of that? Oh, Jennifer uh, has a new thing that she hates me talking about, which is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. <laughs> I, is I that think we've still talked... going on? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's got at least another week. But I know that the judge said they wanted to be done with it by Memorial Day. Here's the thing, Ben. Uh, I... I I don't know if you know about this, but in this particular trial, people get a certain amount of time. And the the defense has like eight hours left. Okay. Prosecution has 18 hours left. So 10 more hours. It's pretty crazy. Wait, now who's, is it Johnny Depp suing Amber Heard? So that the is prosecution, correct. okay, gotcha. Is Johnny Depp uh, side of things. Um, uh, this is an interesting thing, and I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Ben, but on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, do you have an opinion? Are you are you one side or another? And I'm asking you no... this as a as a control thing. Okay, uh, I have no opinion one side or the other, uh, because I don't. Well, a of all, I don't care. Uh, yeah. B, B B of all, I've heard such different things in the media. I, I mean, I'm not going to form an opinion on, you know, who's right or who's wrong in this instance. Uh, yes. So here's the thing that's interesting. The reason I ask is that um, I I have been watching the trial. The reason that I, I got into it is because I have a book about how to tell if people are lying. And I'm like, ooh, I can use the techniques <laughs> from the book and see if people are lying. And this is the thing that I don't know the thing that i will say um you know how i have special interests things that i get really really interested in uh and and make other people sick of them and then i move on to something else well one of the things i one of the things i have is again this idea of lying how to tell somebody you know because people do lie right happens um how how often do they do it can you tell when they're doing it all that sort of thing um that's how I started doing it. And as I was watching it, now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay. Um, I am leaning towards Johnny Depp in this thing. Am I leaning to Johnny Depp because, you know, it's, it's, it, I know I've, I've, I've like <clears throat> figured out what really happened based on watching the trial. Or is it because Johnny Depp has much better lawyers? And I, I honestly mean, can't tell you. But he does I mean, have much better lawyers. Yeah. Um, I, mean, that, I mean, that's that's their job is to is to convince you and twelve anonymous other people uh, to side with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is it is uh, interesting though. Here's. 
there's there's one specific thing that a lot of this is is hinging on uh in my head and that's that uh the the defense team put up two different pictures right and Amber Heard testified that these are um these pictures were taken on the same day it's just that in one of them a light was turned on and the other one it wasn't Oh, is this the one where they're comparing, like, she's claimed she, like, he'd hit her, but then she went to, like, some event later that night and looked um, fine? No, it, it, that's a different thing. Okay. This is, I mean, she alleges abuse on a couple of different occasions. And in one of them, in one of the pictures, uh, it looks red on the side of her face, and the other one, it looks, uh, less red, right? And the, the prosecution says, um, is this not the same photograph that you have just uh, moved uh, the the uh, saturation up on? So she doctored a photo. And that's the, her claim. And she's like, no, these are two different photographs. I had a, a, a bedside table turned on, light turned on. Here's the thing, though. You know about this power that I have to compare two photographs. The The... The which ones are wrong, I can do it almost instantly because of the way that I can do this thing with my eyes. It's not a magic power. It's a physiological like trick that I learned when I was a kid. Those two photographs, Ben, and and the, the thing that's tricky is that there's one video clip of the of the trial where they're comparing a bunch of different photographs, right? So I'm only talking about the one thing where there are two things side by side and they said that the saturation is up on one of them. In that instance, those are the same photograph. And by, the reason I say that is because there are individual hairs that line up. Like, it, you, cannot, you cannot take a picture of yourself and then another picture of yourself, even in rapid succession, and have everything be exactly the same. So, because of that, one instance... Where they represent that as being uh, the two different photographs, when they are in fact the same photograph, uh, throws everything else out. The credibility is gone, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and well, it's you must have uh, you must have just ripped through those highlights magazines, then. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a highlights magazine. I'll show you. Like, I'll, I'll read off uh, the differences like instantly. Oh, if in fact, oh, okay. Have one for the, the next, room no, no, for the, for the next video. Um, ooh, what if I, what if I pull a spot the difference up? This, see, it needs to be something that you give me, not something that I find myself. <laughs> but there was one I saw. There was one I saw that was posted to Reddit. I don't know. It's it's actually reposted constantly, and it's one of these spot the difference um, uh, pictures. And it's like, can you spot the 13 differences? And, like, there is no 13th difference. There's only 12 differences in the photo. Oh, and I, it's, gotcha. it's probably, like, a troll or something, or either yeah. that or the 13th thing is just so minute. Oh, that sounds great. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, like, this photo was printed on an Epson inkjet printer, and this other photo was printed on a Canon, and so the dots are different. 
but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting skill. I can use it to like compare handwriting samples, um, <laughs> stuff like that. It's again, you know, probably not admissible in court, but I can, I, without a shadow of a doubt, can tell if a photograph is the same or not, or what the what the <laughs> changes are to photographs. You sound very confident about that. I I am the, I am not, and you know this about me. Not very confident in any other situations, but with this, absolutely very confident. I saw, before the trial, I saw a clip of, uh, it was like a, I can't remember who planted the camera. It was like a secret camera. It, uh-huh. it must have been from Amber's side because it was Johnny Depp being like, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and he's completely wasted. Like he had been up all night drinking and doing whatever. Is that Obviously the, uh, did something bad happen to you today? I that one? do not where recall what happened. Does he eventually remember, find the camera? I have no idea. Clip? I just remember oh, okay. this one bit where it's a hidden camera and he's I, drunk. I don't remember any physical violence at all, but that's why I, I you know, even though I'm not paying attention I, to the trial, I, I haven't picked sides because I'm like, and I've said this before, both sides are probably wrong. Okay, so so here's what I can tell you from the trial. Um, Johnny Depp is a mess, right? Uh, for sure. Um, most people who are not part of this, this group, um, say that he, they have not seen him do anything physical to her or, or anybody else. That he will he will destroy objects, but he doesn't hurt people. That's the basic yeah. okay. concept. Um, I mean, but still, a, you try to convince a, 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 a defense lawyer that you know breaking objects is just a stepping stone to hurting people. Right. Well, and this is the thing: is that what that what the defense is trying to do is uh, equate doing drugs, Johnny Depp doing drugs, with Johnny Depp. Uh, enacting violence yeah. <laughs> uh, on objects and then equate that with him enacting violence on people. Right. And, and then, you know, so a lot of the, a lot of the people that they have brought in are people saying, well, he's irresponsible. I think he's on drug, you know, doing drugs, drinking and all that kind of stuff. The problem is that they haven't made those connections, you know, the chain well enough. So you've got a lot of people going, yeah, he's uh, he is on drugs and drunk a lot. Um, yes, doesn't mean that he did this other stuff, and that's the yeah. that's kind of what I think his team is sort of trying to show too. I I don't know though. Um, I feel as though the thing that that he has to prove is that his allegation the, or the allegations against him were what made it so that he wasn't in Pirates of the Caribbean 6. There's six of those? Yeah. Wow. Well, well no, there, there, there are five of them. There, there may be a six. I had no idea there were five at any yeah. rate. But, uh, yeah, that's what I heard, that the, this suit is coming about because her allegations have cost him work. So it's about $50 million. And, you know, his reputation in general, stuff like that. Yeah. $50 million. Uh, she is countersuing him 
for $100 million. Which is the other thing that makes me go, huh, interesting. So um, if he if he got fired off of Pirates of the Caribbean, is she still doing Aquaman 2? Um, the only franchise yeah, I know that she's in. So, so that, that is the only franchise. Um, she got a million dollars for Aquaman, uh, $2 million for Aquaman 2. And she got her money no matter what. Uh, the only question is if she's going to be in the film or not. Yeah. Um, you know, or how much she's going to be in it. Uh, they said there's some script cuts. The thing is that her, what her lawyers are saying is that um, she is now uh, never going to get hired for anything again. And this is the thing, right? They were trying to prove that, um, that, that, uh, that Johnny Depp is, you know, defamed her, right? Yeah. So they have her agent and her agent makes the statement, if someone accuses you of domestic violence, you will have a hard time finding work again, which is the exact thing that the prosecution is trying to prove. So that is going to come up in their closing <laughs> argument for sure. Um, there, there are a couple of things like that that really um, might come back to bite them. Also, um, the there is... Well, when I say also, I'm starting a different topic... There's one person, his last name is Drew. He is the ex-boyfriend of one of the people, um, one of the one of the, the witnesses. Because he's a witness for the defense okay. as well. But he, he is the most believable out of the defense's witnesses, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, like a lot of the other defense witnesses um, came right out of central casting, contradict themselves or contradict yeah. each other's stories and things like that. His, I, I really honestly believe that he did his best to answer truthfully to what he saw. Uh, and the problem with his testimony is that there were, um, there was a period of time when they, they sent him to another area. Uh, and when I say they, I mean his, his like, uh, girlfriend at the time, fiance, whatever, sent him to yeah. another area, said, you go here, I'm going to go and talk to Amber. And then they were alone in the room for a while. So he can't definitively say that what was observed was actually what happened there's this uh this thing of doubt if he had been in that room and said yes i saw you know i saw this this happen if he had been in the room where it happened then uh the room it was, where it happened yeah it would be able to <laughs> to sway me a little bit more but it was funny it was the only that was that was the best um witness that they had and then all the other witnesses afterwards, no one was there. No one knew anything, you know, that sort of thing. And it's, yeah, it's character, basically just Johnny Depp character assassination rather than defense against Amber Heard's right. stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, well, sorry, but, anyway. but I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to, not to talk about the, uh, yep. Heard Depp trial. The by trial. the 
by the time that this is over, uh, the last of my run is uh, uh, GM of the Annex Games uh, arc that we're on right now will have ended. Will have concluded, yeah. Uh, have you and the other members of the of the team talked at all about um, how we're going to broadcast stuff yet? How we're going to broadcast stuff? What do you mean? Um, you know how we're gonna we have maps because I had a, oh, I had a yeah. I, uh, Laura and I talked about uh, the map itself and yeah. how to do it and and ran through it. I was just wondering if you'd had a little thing like that as well. Yes. So uh, <laughs> this this setup is becoming a lot more complicated. Uh, so what's gonna happen is Laura will have the map on her yep. computer. It comes into a switcher here at the command station. That's also your that you are connected to. So right. I can I can switch between you and the map up on the wall. So everybody will be able to see the map on the big screen. It and when that happens, it'll also be broadcast. So you'll be able to see it on uh, Annex Theater's Zoom box. Well, what I'm most likely going to do is watch it on another screen because yeah. I also have a login for it, um, which will, okay. will mean that I won't have the lag. But here's my question. Sarah yeah. nine yeah. is going to be calling in. Correct. Is Sarah nine going to be broadcast to anybody or an audio? How is that going to work for the other players? She'll be on the zoom call. Same as you. So you, so the two of you are going to be on the same Zoom call, so, sort of like side by side, sort of. Well, not on the big screen. Uh, so, so you're going to be on the big screen, but Sarah is going to be the, on the on the feed. Sarah and I will feed, be uh, her own thing. Yeah. So it's not like she's a second, the you know game master. So it's, we'll have we'll have table um, table people, Sarah and I, yeah. and the map all on the feed. Uh, me yes. and the map are going to switch places every once in a while. Yes. When I'm not on the screen, will you still be able to hear me? Yes. Okay. You you don't that have to do anything. Stuff that I, I was, will be I yeah. will be switching on my end. So you you don't have to touch your controls or anything. And Lara's going to be moving all the different people. And then I'm yeah. going to keep track of the bad guy's hit points. And, like, if they hit and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this should be great. Uh, it'll be... We'll, we'll learn by doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> again, I, I, I am glad... Watches. I'm glad that I learned that I don't like uh, live streaming. Uh, <laughs> when I... Like, like here, here's the example. This... You and me talking, absolutely no stress. It's time to do the podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do yeah. the podcast. Same thing, uh, Goody Lawrence, no stress and all that. Um, doing a doing a, an actual play, same amount of stress as, as doing live stream. You know, there's, a, there's just an extra, there's something I, about it. I know what you mean. I mean, I've, I, Laura and I spent, like, Last sat like a couple hours last Saturday t testing this thing out. This uh, the, the new uh, microphone. Uh, oh yeah, how's that going? And it works really well, actually. 
Good, good, um, good. And then yesterday, we spent a couple more hours setting everything up. I've spent, I don't know how many, how much time, like, hooking things up, testing stuff, figuring out how to do stuff. This this episode is a lot more complicated than any other of any of the other ones. And uh, yeah, this time I actually have a monitor that the players will be able to watch the uh, the output from. Oh, the, good. Uh, yeah, that's so they'll cool. be able, they'll be able to see what's going on. Because I didn't want um, I didn't want Sarah and I to get lost in the fray. Because you know if, if everybody's in the room and they can see you, it's it's like you're in the room, but then all of a sudden you hear this voice saying something. Mm -hmm. I just that just felt a little disconnected to me, so I I set up a monitor so they'll be able to see at least her in the scene with everybody else. That's very and yeah. Good. We'll we'll see how like I'm you know, uh, got a new switcher. I'm gonna use my laptop. We have a brand new streaming box. Uh, so many so many things going on. Um, the other thing is that I'm very excited. The local gaming store here. Uh, and and I are collaborating to maybe do uh, a game at the store of Wander Home, W A N D E R H O M E Wander Home. Wander Home. And it's so good, Ben. It's such one a great. One word or two. Uh, one word. Such a okay. great system. It, uh, a great setting feels really nice. So that'll that'll um, get me my my fix of of role-playing stuff as well um but again and and this is the big thing and i i can't stress this enough it, it kind of goes back to how i felt about improv as well that that it's more i like focusing on the people doing the stuff rather than making something for an audience maybe that's why i'm so hostile <laughs> to audiences in general <laughs> Because I actually don't want them there. Maybe that's maybe that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's uh, a it's a, a it's a bad thing if you're running a theater, of course. Somebody did um, a show. I can't remember where, but this was a number of years ago where it was a it was like a performance. I think it was just a solo performance, but they only allowed an audience of one, so only one person could watch this show on any given night. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, it did did people uh, was it a coveted ticket then? I have did, no idea. I don't. I mean, I didn't go see because I could see that where somebody's like, "Ooh, well, I want to be the person." I could also see yeah. uh, I'm only doing this show for one person and still having uh, having to paper the house. <laughs> Inside baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so I had I had the YouTube chat covered up with a text window, but apparently we had a viewer I don't know who commented. Oh, what did they say? Oh, wait, wait, wait! First of all, before you read it out loud, <laughs> is it anti-Semitic? No. Okay, good. All right, I just I, I I've fallen into this trap before. Oh, what they say? I know, well, I, I really don't want to read I'm, it. Well, I, I wouldn't <laughs> have brought it up if if it leaned in that direction, but it does lean into sort of the. Um, now I'm thinking uh, about all the times that you haven't said anything and just been looking at the YouTube chat. Uh, no, does, go ahead. This does lean towards the uh, suggestive. Um, so oh. use, user well, well. optim... I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, user optimistically cynical. Oh. Optimistically cynical. Commented Contradiction. 
There once was an old lady who swallowed a fly. That's the first comment. Uh-huh. The second and final comment, and this is where it gets suggestive, that's not all she swallowed. Huh. And then they bounced out. Well, I'm sorry that we didn't uh, comment on that on that joke. <laughs> it's how, how, um, how dare us. Did we talk about a sequence of events at all? You know, Nothing she fought, that connects the... to that. Hmm. Again, um, it's probably somebody who is just cruising oh! the live YouTube channels. Did I tell you about the why did the chicken cross the road joke? That I've been, I, I, for years, I've been trying to figure out why it's funny, and now I know. Okay, no, you haven't it's, told me that. Lay it on me. It's a funny, it is a funny joke. Um, and you have to know the context in which it became popular. Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side, right? We think of it as being sort of a Zen Cohen, like, uh, you know, why yeah. does anyone cross the road? Uh, they want to go or it's the... it's also like one of the first anti-jokes you know it's not really a punchline it's just and yet and yet Ben uh, around the time of the joke's popularity spiritualism communicating with the other side what is the other side the land of the <laughs> dead Ben why did the chicken cross the road chickens <clears throat> who cross roads get the hit road by represents cars death yeah the road represents death to get to the other side to die. The chicken crossed the road to die. And that's exciting. Show your sources, sir. When you said th when this joke was popular, uh, spiritualism was big. Yeah. Uh, when, when automobiles became all the rage because they were the, they were driving, but when, when you have a horse drawn carriage, chicken crosses the road. Most of the time, you know, you don't hit it that much. When cars got faster, <laughs> Lots of uh, lots of things being hit. Here's the other thing. Al Jerry, who did Ubu Roy and The Architect and the Emperor of Assyria, I didn't know this, playwright, died in 1907. Was that before or after Lord of the Rings? Uh, before, <laughs> Ben. Okay. Lord of the Rings, uh, 1930s, I believe. Oh, we never found that out. Oh, last week. Oh, uh, uh, also, uh, sorry that everyone had to wait wait for this. The five pillars of hip hop. <laughs> we, okay, we, we you looked that up, didn't you, on that show? Right, right, right. No, no, we <clears throat> looked it up after the show, and we said, well, we'll tell the people afterwards. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, at yeah. least I think maybe we did. Maybe we did. But, I don't know. So there's uh, graffiti. Uh. Rap, breakdancing, DJing, and knowledge. 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 Knowledge was the uh, was the fifth one. Everyone forgot about it. When I say everyone, I mean you and me. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah. I I hadn't even heard of the five pillars of hip hop before you mentioned. Yep. It. Yep. So far away from hip-hop culture i am pretty excited yeah it, it was very interesting ben um in the in the 80s and i'm i'm gonna say in the yeah in the late 80s mostly um in the rural, ladies rural illinois 
<laughs> the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hey, late 80s. The BC Boys. Hey, ladies. Um, but no, it was uh, in the in the in southern Illinois in the late 80s. Uh, there was a a interest in hip hop culture, mostly fueled by one guy named Jay Christians, uh, who was in the in the small town where I lived. But uh, he was a big Run DMC fan. But I then like again, you've, DMC. you've got St. Louis as well. Um, that had some hip hop culture. I so found here's a, a, oh, sorry. Here's you were going to start for you. Yeah. I was going to go ahead, finish your thought and then I'll start. Well, I was going to say, I was, I was walking around St. Louis one time, uh, and I found an Eric B and Rakim tape. I didn't know, uh, who they were and there was, there was no identifying information on the tape, but eventually I learned, um, that it was Eric B and Rakim. So, does St. Louis have a side in the West Coast versus East Coast uh, culture war in hip-hop? You know, unfortunately, I don't know enough about St. Louis to know for sure. But I do know enough about St. Louis to make an educated guess. <laughs> okay. And that's that uh, it's St. Louis versus everybody. St. <laughs> Louis is full. I, I think, I think right. I've, I've mentioned it's... to you... Um, for the underdog. If I haven't done this before, I will uh, tell you and get ready to bleep, Ben. Make a time code check. Because oh I, I have to... Um, so, so there was a guy and he was asked. This is a, this is a man on the street interview quote about St. Louis. Um, what do you like best about St. Louis? Nothing... I hate it here. Well, then why do you live here? Where the f*** else am I going to go? And that's St. <laughs> Louis, Ben. All right. Now, now let me, let me although, uh, talk about what's good in St. Louis. Uh, there are some very good eateries. Of course, Ted Drew's Frozen Custard, famous. Uh, they were doing the, well, the upside-down concrete thing before Dairy Queen did it. Dairy yeah. Queen stole it from them. Um, Wendy's does that as well. Uh, the City Museum. City Museum, uh, obviously. Um, not not been around for a really long time, but very good. Um, we also have, you know, a zoo. I say we. I'm across the river. We, we've talked about this. Uh, there's also there's a the zoo. There's a... Uh, my dad was... My, my adopted father was born in St. Louis... My grandmother lived in St. Louis, so I have a, a, um, a kinship there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Science Center, which is good. Uh, there's an aquarium that I haven't visited yet, but that's not free. Science Center is free. Zoo is free. Art Museum is free. You do have to pay for parking, but I figure that's sort of like a tax on people from out of town. Uh, so they're supporting <laughs> those areas. But locals don't locals don't drive downtown. Um, well, I mean they they can and they probably do, but there is public transportation that that you can take if you. Um, people say it's dangerous uh, and that people get attacked and stuff, but you can also walk. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, well, but, there's you know, I mean again, pop 
Pop culture has told me that I think it's East St. Louis, which is the dangerous part of St. Louis. East St. Louis is actually part of Illinois. Uh, it's it's in Illinois. East St. Louis is. But in it, uh, it may not be it may not be Missouri yeah. St. Louis, but it's still St. Louis metropolitan area, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Or is a... East St. Louis like you know Springville, Illinois? People just call it East St. Louis because they've got a complex. Well, it's how do I describe it? Um, St. Louis is a bunch of disconnected uh, townships. There's St. Louis right. City, right? The downtown area. And then uh, St. Louis County with a whole bunch of... And part of the reason that they do that is to disenfranchise the city from the suburbs. <laughs> um, so each of them has their own police department, stuff like that. So East St. Louis... Um, St. Louis fragments before it turns into East St. Louis, if that makes sense. Mm. So um, there's when we were in St. Louis a couple years ago, uh, so there's three things that I know. I've already mentioned one of them, the city museum. The second yep. thing is it's really close to you, so that's you know that's a that's yep. a bonus for St. Louis. And the exactly. third thing hey, is uh, we went to go see a uh, St. Louis Cardinals game at Bush oh, Stadium, famous yeah. Bush Stadium. Oh, and the uh, the arch Wait, the uh, arch was closed, but um, I want to say that you actually saw it at the. Did you see it at the at the old Bush Stadium, like the actual Bush Stadium, or the new Bush Stadium? There's a new when one. Was, when was that built? Do you know? I think you probably went to the new one. It's was possible. It a, I don't know. Was it circular? There's a. I guess you can see the arch. You can see the arch, or were both stadiums built in the it's, it's relative same place? Um, I'm gonna yes. look this up because I actually have no idea. Yeah, yeah, take a look and find out. Um, but yeah, the old... Here's the thing. Um, I, I I, was once... Uh, there's new, a lot the, about... The, the, the new one opened in 2006, so yes, it was the new one that I went to. Yeah, the old but one they still the call one it, I But they still to. call it Bush Stadium. I mean, it's, it's yeah. called Bush Stadium. So I mean, like... Bush, Bush, the Bush family, uh, makers of Budweiser and, and Bush... Um, here uh are big in the town you know they're they're they're, it's a a huge huge thing uh famously uh walt disney wanted to build walt disney world in st louis and at a meeting this is when i say famously i should say legend has it urban legend i don't know if it's actually true in a town meeting about it the bush family made fun of him and he decided not to build it because of that. Because they didn't want to... Um, they weren't going to allow alcohol in the park. But that's the urban legend. I don't know if it's true or not. So, um, But the thing is that apparently that's why there's no uh, Chinatown in St. Louis. No international district. Because the areas where the stadiums are now uh, used to be that area, and it was yep. the same. same welcome thing. to I, the well, to, to welcome to the American concept of of putting infrastructure projects in low income neighborhoods. I think I might have mentioned this already. If I didn't, um, I, I mean, when I say already, I meant on another podcast. But you brought up East St. Louis. Um, you, you saw the Watchmen, right? Yeah. You know the the Tulsa stuff that started the first thing that's also a race massacre thing yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there was a similar incident that happened in East St. Louis uh, a while back. Um, and when you say a while back, how are we talking a hundred years? Around talking... the, around the same time, around the same. Okay. Time. Uh, so about so hundred years ago, turn of the century. Um, yeah, and maybe in the twenties, something like that. I'd have to look it up, but but it's one of those things that I didn't know about. There's a lot of stuff about St. Louis history that I didn't know about until after I moved back, and part of it is just that I didn't have to know about it. I guess. There's well, a, and also the thing about the, uh, Tulsa specifically is they didn't even put that in the school books. Like it's only been within the last couple of years that the that the Black Wall Street riots have made it into the you know primary school textbook. So if something like that similarly happened in St. Louis, I would not be surprised if they didn't teach it. Uh, the concept of sundown towns, yeah. uh, not taught in schools, but which uh, I only heard about. From Lovecraft Country. I had no idea that was a thing yep. until I watched and, that TV show. And it's it's interesting because uh, before I quit uh, TikTok, there were a lot of TikToks I saw of, of black people going, how do you not know these things? And and one of the one of the craziest things, which is, you know, ask your grandparents yeah. if they've ever attended a lynching. That was one of the things that they posted. I have this challenge, and it's like, well, I can't. My grandparents are dead. Yeah. But given the age, I, I do not think my adoptive parents would have done that. I don't think that they were happening at that time. Maybe when they I... were li- well, what am I saying? Uh, I think they were born in like 1940s. So maybe when they were children possible but my my mom's side of the family is from the south and so i don't think any of my grandparents would have attended something like that but i would not be surprised if i did have uh relatives in the great grandparent era or before who because i mean they have that that point of yeah you know you've got um you've got people that were that age around that time and someone was going, yeah, you know, they had crowds, you know, so it, but, and, and again, it's one of those things of, of, they said, how could you not know this? It's, it's real easy. Uh, you aren't told about it. And, and for a large part, these classrooms are segregated still and things like that. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Unless you go out looking for that information, which you know, eventually I did, and uh, it's there. For anybody watching the stream, I think I just swallowed a hair out of my water. Yeah, glass. I was going to say that's that's really. Uh, <laughs> I was I was concerned. That's what I thought was happening. So you did a good job uh, projecting yeah. that. Um, Excellent yeah, mime work. Theater, then. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a degree in acting. Um. It's, but going back to not telling kids about our terrible past, that is just happening more and more. That is that is trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting. I again, one of the reasons I got off social media, I've mentioned this to you before, but um, I want to be more conscious about what I put in my head especially as we get closer and closer to 
uh, reality break. Which is going to happen soon, Ben. Is that coming? If you think about I it, and you can make video about it, nothing, there, there's no, there's no proof anymore. Everyone just believes what they believe, and they can have a video that they show their, like, imagine, if you will, horrible parents showing their kids uh, what they think a politician does. A video of that politician doing that and the kid saying no i saw it on tv Dude. again the thing that keeps me sane somewhat with all this is that we've had these sorts of technology already video editing the idea that you you get someone who looks like someone to have reenactments right things like that um we already know about that we already know that when we see a reenactment it's not really happening we already have professional wrestling where people who are pretending to fight each other, fight each other. And we're always able to keep like a little suspension of disbelief, right? Or, or uh, the opposite of sus suspension of disbelief, like a little nugget of, yeah, this, this, I'm watching this happen, but this might not actually be a real thing. Yeah. Whatever that's called. Yeah. Skepticism. You buy in. I mean, in, yeah, you buy in like with, with professional wrestling you know people people understand what they what they're watching they're there you know for the story yeah and the uh, uh that's that's you know that's the made-up part the fighting is real the wrestling is real people actually get hurt and die in these stupid things but yeah the the antagonism the the um the uh man who um, was that who was that guy you might know who that guy is uh, are made up. did a monologue at, at in the bottle i think it was about uh the time that he was wrestling and he drove all the way home with a concussion basically and didn't know how he got home do you remember that <laughs> i don't remember that one specifically but there was a there's a there's a big uh, amateur wrestling culture here in seattle and yeah. uh at one weird and awesome which i remember um emmett had a uh, a, a member of that okay. community who's That's, who who plays he plays a heel, but he had some really interesting stories. I don't remember that one specifically, but 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 I think it was the same guy. I think it was the same guy, and it okay. may have been at Weird and Awesome that I saw that. Now that I think about it. You kind of yeah. want to be the heel, right? I mean that's <laughs> That's the most fun. Exactly. Yeah. You <clears throat> uh you you want those boos. The everyone Thank hating you. you. That's gotta be that's gotta be intense. Now, but here's the thing. I'm not built that way. I want everyone to like me, and I don't think <laughs> I'd be able to be a heel that good. Or that way. I you know, I, I think I'd be able to okay, well, I'm not wrestling, but I think I'd be able to be a good heel because you, you've gotta be able to separate your character from yourself, right? You can yeah. be the heel, you can go out and, and do uh, you know, heel things. And then, you know, take that character off at the end of the day and be yourself. Right. Then that's the thing, is that is that if you're going to be the heel, right, being the Iron Sheik, for instance, is great. Because once you take off the Iron Sheik costume, people won't necessarily remember you. You know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Right. You you should have a costume, is what I'm saying, if you're going to be the heel. Yes. And don't, yeah, but there are other heels in pop culture, like Anna Gunn, as Skyler in Breaking Bad, right? She was sort of 
the, I mean, you could say what you want about Walter White being the anti-hero, but people hated Skylar's character and she got threatened in real life. But here's the thing. I think the difference is that I don't think when, when Vince Gillian wrote that character, that's what he thought. He might've had an inkling that that is how fans would react, but that's not what she's supposed yeah. to be. What she's supposed to be no. is is a realistic portrayal of what a wife might do if she finds out that her husband is this huge drug dealer. Um, yeah. Jennifer and I actually make fun of the, why Skyler got to be such a bitch and mess up <laughs> Walter's drug trade? Because it's, yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly um, that, that weirdness. Um... Let's see. What's going on? Uh, oh, oh! I was watching uh, Twin Peaks uh, again. Twin Peaks The Return. I have it. And have you watched it? No. Did you watch the original Twin Peaks? Never seen it. No. The only Twin Peaks I've ever seen is the scene that Eric Ray Anderson and uh, John... I can't remember his last name. We had him on a guest as, yeah. as guests on the show. I've only that's the only thing that's the only Twin Peaks I've seen is that scene. Well, Ben, I don't want to embarrass you for not knowing John's last name, so I also will not say his last <laughs> name. He was great. He was great in the he was great in the show. He was great on the he plays the trucker. Look him up on IMDb, everybody. Uh and go see and support the other things that he's in because he's a good actor and a good egg. Very, very pleasant guy to talk to. Um, yeah, yeah uh, pretty nice dude. And like it was someone I would not have recognized if I saw him yeah, on the street. Great example of, you know, his heel. The guy that he's playing is not the guy that you, when you meet yeah. him, sweet guy. Very, very yeah. nice. On that, on that episode, though, wow. The, the hate, hate-filled man that he played. Speaking of new um, TV shows, the new uh, Kids in the Hall series has come out on Amazon Prime. Were you yes. a fan of Kids in the Hall? I was a fan of Kids in the Hall. Before I talk about that, because I, I do want to just say, um, spoilers for Twin Peaks, um, I, I saw a commentary that this guy did. It's four hours long. But the basic thing that he came up with was that the whole point of Twin Peaks is that TV rots your brain. <laughs> And he's right. Uh, it may not be the only thing, but it really is. It's great. If you're interested at all, everyone, four-hour uh, watch, good. Um, Kids in the Hall, uh, it's... Um, I watched one episode of The Return of it. Yeah. And then I stopped watching it. I haven't um, seen it yet, so but I, I see that it's getting pretty mad buzz, right? People are yeah. really liking it. He, they, the, the thing that I will, no, I can't, I can't say. Um, I will, this is what I'll say, is that I'm hoping that the We're Old Now, like shtick, drops yeah. when you get to the other episodes, because there's some really good stuff that they're doing, right? I feel like, the we're too old to be doing this now at least in episode one like and i'm hoping that what they did was they just got it out of the way because they're still funny 
There's is this just a commentary on how old they are? N- no. But there there is definitely some of that. And yeah. when it when it exists, I don't like it. So we'll see. It could be that I we're inter- old. That's that might be why. No. I, I, I'm interested in seeing it because a lot of the comedy, a lot of the humor that came out from the original series was um, the kids in the hall dress, uh, cross-dressing. And, yeah. it, you know, that's that's sort of become a little bit, I don't want to call it taboo, but, like, not... It's not something that people are comfortable with these days as, you know, straight dudes uh, or just, yeah, dressing up as women for the for the comedic effect. Yeah. And, well, here's what I will say for that. You can dress up as chickens as much as you want, but... (laughs) I feel as though, even in those early ones, I could be wrong, there might be something I'm missing, but... But... Them dressing up as women was not the point of the sketch. There was... There was there were other things going on in the sketch that well, were funny. Yeah, I know, but you try to you try to tell somebody who want, who's looking for something to be angry about and, oh, and, right, and right, tell right, them yeah. tell them to be you know to be mindful of the context and subtext. Ben, your blatant hatred of the left is just hard to take. <laughs> Sometimes I'm kidding, but uh, oh, that was one of the things. Um, I almost I almost hate to say this, but one of the one of the dangers about. Um, watching commentary about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation is that uh, something I didn't think about uh, misogynists are really on Johnny Depp's side yeah and so all you could of, be watching all of Reddit it seems is on Johnny Depp's side you could be watching it and and people are like you know um, you know people are pe- you know blah 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 um you know, people say the Rittenhouse trial was bad, but I don't know. I feel like justice was done. In the, and you're like, okay, okay, I have to stop. <laughs> I have to stop because here's the thing. I And I really, I, I mean this. I am, I am completely, uh, I think, I think completely correct on this. I said that I'm not confident usually, but one of the reasons why I'm usually more left-leaning is because I try to figure out uh, we've talked about this before, Ben. I hate to bring it up, but as an autistic person, as a as a person with a mindset that is currently identified as autistic, I say this because, uh, you know, who knows? The new DSM-6 is coming out. I might not meet the criteria anymore, but um, I try to figure out what the true thing is, right? So trying to find out what the true thing is in this trial right now uh, like I said, there are things that are that are blatantly incorrect. I feel as though that rigor was not done in the Kyle Rittenhouse courtroom. <laughs> Watching them argue over pixels in yeah. the video thing, just I I. I was reminded of it. I had to say it again. Painful well, conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, there you can't even compare the two. One was a trial for a kid who like crossed state lines with firearms and killed people. Yep. Right. 
that doesn't compare to two rich people getting mad at each other. But, I mean, it's it's still the sad thing, though. The amount of technical expertise of the people who are doing the defamation trial versus the people <clears throat> who are doing a trial about murder... Yeah. ...is insane. It's... I don't know. It, that's where money goes, man. Yeah, yeah, I, that's exactly... That's exactly the, it. We are... Yeah. We, we, Ben, it's funny. Um... The middle class exists so that rich people can say, um, you're not poor. Those are the poor people. Watch out for the poor people because they're going to come and take your stuff. And then to the poor people, you know, oh, look at how much better these people are doing than you. Yeah. You know, whereas um, if there were a graph for money, the poor and us would be down here and there would be like a little spike. Ah. Speaking of little Spike, um, <laughs> uh, I I want to say that uh, who where am I going to go with that? I was going to go with the 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 guy who was the thing is Spike wasn't the little guy who was hopping around. That was a different guy. He was talking to Spike. Hey Spike. Hey Spike. What are you going to do today, Spike? Hey, oh, you, the bulldog and the, uh, the bulldog is it was Spike. Tr- yeah, and the little what. What was that guy's name? Nobody knows, right? Did he even have a name? Because Spike didn't ever call him by name. He was just like, yeah. No. Did Did Spike talk? Yeah. Yeah, but he he was very monosyllabic. Yeah. Uh, Spike and Tyke. Oh, Tyke! Hey, thanks, Ben. That's right. I do remember I, that. I would, take. I would, yeah, I remembered it. I didn't look it up on, on I didn't Google it, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's a throwback from a different time, that cartoon series. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, apparently there's going to be a free-to-play thing that takes place inside of, uh, DC Properties, Warner Brother Properties, I guess. Uh, yeah, Warner, it'd be Warner Brothers Properties. Uh, called Multiverses, where you play, uh, like you can be Finn and Jake, uh, or Bugs Bunny, or Superman, or Batman, and then you fight people. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I, I feel like the, the merging of worlds, you know, you've got the Lego movies, right? You got Kingdom Hearts, you got this versus thing and all that. Eventually, that's where it's going to be that we're going to live in a in a virtual world as as populated by commercial characters as it is populated by commercial products and there will just be no way everything is going to be advertisements. Even more so than they already are. I saw a uh, some so, somebody's uh, um, muse on a dystopian uh, future where you go to the kitchen and you go to your fridge. Your smart fridge sees you approach and it's like, "Hey, you might be uh, you, you might be low on milk. You may, maybe you want to pick up some orange juice. Here's some recipes that you might look at. And also, before you open the door, you have to watch these ads." Yeah. Yeah, I I wrote a I wrote a thing actually. We never did it, and I don't know if I even showed it to you, but it was 
um, somebody who's crying, right? Uh, a person's crying, and uh, it's it says you have a call from, you know, Amber, and it, a- Amber is the daughter, right? And she says, "Mom, I really have to talk to you." And she's like, "Oh, honey, what's wrong?" First, <clears throat> I have to tell you that the call quality <laughs> that you're experiencing is because of the new hyperfiber optic. And she's like just sobbing and everything. And and she's like, honey, just tell me what's wrong. Mom, I can't until I finish the ad. I have to start over now. <laughs> uh, that exact thing. Contractually yeah. obliged to do this ad read. Exactly. And on that note, Ben, I am contractually obliged to tell you that you have to keep it wrong for another seven days. Keep it wrong, or, Paul. Or six. Maybe six days. Yeah, yeah maybe we we'll never do know. Thursday next time. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, keep it wrong, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. What time? Oh, when yeah. Do you need me? Um, I'll text you. We're going to start tech at four, but that means we probably won't need you for a little bit after that because Ha-ha. people take, time to, people take and, time to get settled in. And also, this is the setup that I'm going to use. Uh, that should be fine, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Uh, I will... Talk to you more later. Okay, bye. Bye. Room town. And we're out.